All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Con Job. This week, we are going to be tackling a few different topics. The first one is uh, kind of kind of like a hot topic around the con world. It's um, whether or not vaccines are going to be required and, and your thoughts on requirements of them at cons, as well as uh, booth pricing while conventions are uh, recovering from the pandemic as well. So without further ado, Alexa, hola. Hello. It was good seeing you last week, by the way. It was uh, yes. It was a nice little dinner. Yes, it was uh, It was a short but sweet. Oh, indeed. And by sweet, indeed. I don't mean the Dole Whip. Mm. <laughs> you didn't have any of the Dole Whip, thank you very much. No, no. No, we had the very chocolatey, chocolatey, chocolate milkshake. Yeah, yeah, according that to uh, extra chocolate. According, according to Max. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too chocolatey. Oh, gosh. How can something be too chocolatey? It makes zero sense to me, especially when you're 10. I mean, that's true. It doesn't make any sense. Like, to me, oh, it's got, uh, you know, seven pounds of straight chocolate in it. Oh, okay, that should be good. Right. I don't know. I think yeah. he's been body snatched, but that's just me. Yeah. Especially that one. Yeah. He enjoys the sugar. The sugar. So, uh, so, so yeah. Which, uh, How about... where, where are we going to start? Where are we going to start today? You know, I, I, I did a I, – I, so l- let's get some background on why we're talking about this. Um, last week in one of the Comic-Con groups, there was a, uh, there was a question posed um, about you. how um, – no, actually, this was – there was another question that somebody had put out there. Oh. And they they had said, you know, hey, how do you guys feel about uh, you know about vaccines at cons, and you know what 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 do we think about you know what's going to happen and blah 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 blah. And there was like a lot of there was a lot of discussion. And when I say a lot, I mean holy crap, was there a lot of discussion? Um, you know, and it was it was all over the board. And so I kind of decided because you know we've got. We got a lot of people that are that we're friends with that do conventions that are in the convention world. You know, right that Comic Con, as much as I like that group, it's a good group for uh, some resources. Man, there there are people that have no business making commentary on anything in the con world because they've been to one convention in their life. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that always it's always funny to me how someone is a you know, hey, I'm a professor, I'm an expert. Where, what, how many shows have you been to? Oh, I was at Awesome Con last year. Oh, what other ones? No, 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 just just that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, uh, you know, I, I love the blogger who has literally never written about a convention before, but decided to blast one of the conventions because he doesn't like the showrunner. Yeah, and that's another and now, thing. It's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep that stuff out of it. Yeah, that uh, that was a pretty interesting little thing. But so I, I decided to do a couple of different questions. Um, but one of them was, you know, what's your thoughts on, you know, on conventions requiring vaccines and, you know, it was all over the board. Um, but let's, let's kind of talk about some of the other vaccine requirement chit chat that's happened first. Um, you know, what you and I talked earlier today 
you know, there's there's a lot of rumors about, um, you know, public venues requiring proof of vaccination for a good while before everything gets started. Yeah, no. And it's funny you mentioned that, too. Um, I was talking with with some of my uh, fellow employees at my my regular job, (laughs) the non con job, if you will. And right. uh, we're because we're all working from home now, and the, the talk around the water cooler, virtual water cooler, if you will, of course, is that uh, our our company is going to require us to get it to get the shot before we can come back in the building. And I mean, it's 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 kind of along the same lines as as cons, like you know, the first thing you know, some people are going to be like, how you know, they can't make me take it; that's illegal, and. You know, at the end of the day, it's not illegal. I mean, you, they could just say you're not allowed in my building. You know, exactly. So you have to you have to decide what's what's best for you. And I mean, I, I don't know. I I really don't know where I stand on it. I I don't like you know someone saying you have to do this regardless of if it's the right thing or not. <laughs> I just wish there was another way they could pose that to us. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I I just I hate when they say you know you're not you're not coming in here unless you do this. Well, it's just like, ugh, just frustrating to, to when they pose it like that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like I said, it is the right thing to do. I mean, it, you know, you want everyone to feel safe, and while you're inside, if you got if if you know everybody inside has the vaccine, obviously you're going to feel a lot safer. You know, so I get it. I just wish there was another way to pose it. Oh, I I agree. Um, you know, but. There, there, there's talk of, you know, not being able to travel state to state unless right. you've got, you know, a vaccination card. There's talk of uh, not being able to board certain airlines, enter certain countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, at the end of the day, it is the right thing to do. But not everybody, not everybody can get the vaccine. And that's right. the thing that I am a little concerned about because some people are going to be allergic to it. Some people, you know, some people can't have, you know, one of the, one of the things in it, or, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, now there's, uh, there's something floating around about how, if you've had COVID, you need to wait until all of the antibodies are out of your system before you get this vaccine, because it's, it's going to have some sort of weird reaction for you. Yes, right. See, I've heard some of that stuff as well. And that's, that's one of those things where, what if you've had it and didn't know? What if you never got tested, you never had symptoms, and obviously, you, you don't know you have my and then you get the test and you have those adverse side effects, right? You know what I mean? That's, you know, now you're now you're looking into now everyone's got to get tested first, and then get the vaccine. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and then of course, you know, how many the positive many cases are going to go up through the floor? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. going to see tons of positive cases, and it's going to be regard- yeah. And that's another thing. It's like you know, don't get me started on that. It's like you know, when they first started reporting, all they talked about were the deaths, and now you don't even hear about the deaths. Now it's just cases. Well, it's like we're over ninety nine and a half percent survival rate. Like, why do I need to hear about cases? Well, you know what I mean. It- so I just want to know about the deaths. <laughs> the the ninety nine ninety nine and a half percent survival rates like that weird. It's a it's a number that is arguable for so many okay, reasons. Okay, but it's so arguable, but it's still pretty high, is what I'm getting. So even if you tell me it's 95, that's that's still pretty high, right? It's not like it's a 
95% chance of death. I, you know and, I mean? I, and I agree. Um, so, you know, with, with that question that I posed, I, I had a lot of vendors that were commenting. I had, you know, some show showrunners. I had a couple of showrunners message me, you know, privately because um, they, they wanted to talk, talk more freely. Um, and it was, it, the response was kind of interesting. I know you, you saw a lot of it. Um, yeah. you know, we, we had some of our, some of our artist friends that, uh, you know, that commented too. And, you know, the majority of the people that responded, you know, I said, you know, would you guys feel comfortable going to a convention if it was a convention that required, um, you know, a, uh, you know, a vaccine card and everybody that answered, you know, would you feel comfortable or not? Um, everybody answered yes. Right. They, they all, you know, everybody that answered that question, because there were some people that, you know, they're not going to answer the question. They're, they're going to, you know, I'm not going to go to a convention if they require me to, to, to have a vaccine, then don't go. It's the exact same as, you know, when, you know, when you were telling people to not go outside, you know, person, um, you know, if they, uh, if they didn't feel safe, like, I I hate to say it, but that is. Uh Uh-huh. No, it's the same thing. I, I I get back to the, I think they just need to figure out a, a different way to pose it. That's all. And I don't know what the answer is. I'm just throwing it out there. It's just one of those things where it's like a big, you know. When you tell someone, hey, you have to do this or you're not getting that, it's like, you know, you have so many rebellious people go, screw you, then I'm not doing it. You can tell right. me I have to. But if you tell me, there, I, you know, I can't get it, <laughs> you know, you tell your kids, hey, whatever you do, don't open that door. The first thing they're going to do when you're not looking is open that door. Open the door. <laughs> exactly. You know, so um, that's all. Well, and, you know, one, one of the things that, uh, that I saw was, you know, people will be comfortable but they're still going to wear masks. See, that's another thing. I mean, if we know nobody in there has it, right, and has the vaccine for it, what's the what's the need for the masks at that point? Can you still – I mean, I don't know enough about it, so this is a legit question. I don't research any of that stuff. So, And, it, and that, that I, can't, I, I can't answer either. You know, it, it, is it <laughs> – is it because we've Does that become mean if you get it, you'll 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 beat it better, or does it mean you can't get it? What's the vaccine doing? You know what I mean? Well, and the vaccine's supposed to it's supposed to build your immunity to the virus. You're still gonna have like a ninety-five percent chance of not getting it and a five percent chance of getting it with the vaccine. But if you're but around everybody else that, you know, has a ninety-five percent chance of beating it off and none of them have it then your chance of getting it is zero um which we can get into we can get into some crazy stuff that i like i started diving down the rabbit hole last week reading about and it was pretty interesting um here in a few minutes after we we kind of wrap up on the on the topic here but uh i i i had some pretty interesting responses to a follow-up that i had on uh, on that question you know it was uh you know what about if there was accurate testing at the door rapid testing and every single person 
disregarded the fact that I said accurate and went oh. straight to rapid testing isn't. Yeah. It is accurate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, I, and I, I had to laugh because, you know, it was one of those like, you didn't read what I said. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to tell you over the weekend, over the weekend, I saw something that it's it's cost costly. Um, it, it's a very high dollar piece, but it's ninety nine point four percent accurate. And what's costly? What is? Give me. Do you have a number? Hundred bucks a test. Okay. And if you're doing it on a mass scale like that, does that lower the price potentially? It does not. It does not. No. Okay. So then, who's co- who's covering that cost? The vendors. <laughs> Here's you the know? thing, though. If I'm a vendor that can't get a test, I'm I'm going to spend a hundred dollars. Why can't you get a test? They're so readily available. No, it's well. Sorry, not a test, a vaccine. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. I apologize. I uh, I misspoke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That that I can see, but. I mean, that, that's the other question of if, if, if uh, we had the, the test, like to determine if someone had it or not, and we tested every single person coming into the show, why do we need masks? It, it's, if you, if you it's know the same. everyone has it, if you know no one has it, why are you telling me I need to wear a mask to make other people feel better? Why? The, the, the feeling better part is with the test, is with the negative test. You know, I, and I, okay, I get 99.4. So there's a 0.06% chance that I could get past that. I mean, come on. That's, that's, that's like a, you know, <laughs> that's a needle, you, literally a needle in a haystack. You are more likely to get dealt blackjack six times in a row than you are to, uh, to, to catch, to, to catch it at that point. You know, yeah, with a ninety-nine point. So there you go. And to me, so why would we need masks? And, I think that would be the biggest. That would be the biggest waste of time. Well, There's I think no it would be the biggest waste of time, and it's also the the biggest thing. And you know what? People are going to wear masks. You no, know, I get I, it. And some people, for you know, they they've gotten accustomed to it. They like it. They look. Hey, more power to you. Michael Jackson wore a mask for thirty years, and we all thought he was crazy. It's true. You know what I mean? So, and now but, we know, look at him knew, and go, "Damn, Mikey had it right." Who knew? Who knew he was ahead of his time? Right, right. <laughs> he would have been laughing this whole this whole time during this stuff, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. That's like, exactly the, how it would This is the part that gets me. It's like the NBA last season had their bubble, right? So every single person in that in that uh, NBA bubble had been tested, and they had no positive test cases throughout the remainder of that postseason that they did, where they had them all at Disney World. Right, and th- th- yet you see them all on the sidelines wearing masks. And I'm just – I don't get it. It's like you know no one has it. What are we protecting against? They're all in a bubble. It like, is – no one getting in there. That is optics. I mean at the end of the year – I'm going to tell got, you right that it's optics. Okay, that I get. Then that part makes sense to me. Is that – it's like what, – but what is the optics? I mean whatever. I don't want to go down that. That's not what this podcast is about. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was – that was it's so frustrating to me. It's like, geez, Louise, like we know you don't have it. What are you wearing a mask for? No one in there. Right. You can't pass – you know – you can't, the only thing you're passing on to another guy on the team is maybe pink eye if you fart in his pillow. 
I mean, that might be true. Um, so anyway, I hope I nobody digress. farts in my pillow. Yeah. So <laughs> I, Jesus, um, <laughs> I, I, I can't even after that, the fart, in the pillow thing. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so, no. So I, I, you know, the, you know, the, the whole, you know, would you feel comfortable? You know, not a single person said that they feel comfortable. And that, that bothers me for so many reasons because I'm sorry, but like, if you can get something accurate and you know, you know that there's people walking around with a vaccine and there's people that are walking around with a negative test. I don't understand why people don't, don't have a comfort level, but those are the same people that have also said, they won't get the vaccine right away. Like it, it's it, it's wild to me. The I guess the it's not hypocrisy. It's just the the changes in what they're gonna do that happen happen so often. Um, I I don't know. I just <laughs> look at looking at it. Look here's what here's what I think. You know I think. If we're going to go forward and we're going to be able to have large scale events, yes, we need to, we need to have some sort of requirement to get but it that's done after, but well, do you to, think, to get it do you done, think to get it done or to get the back to, um, to actually have the vaccine and show, show that you have, that's what you're saying. I, you know, I think if we're going to do a large scale event, that's going to be an unmasked event. So, okay, so there you go. That's what I was going to say. Ask next is, are you requiring masks after that? So in order to be unmasked that you, you obviously, I mean, I think it goes without saying, if we're going to say unmasked, then you obviously have to have the vaccine and show. Absolutely. But what about, forget the unmasked part. If you're just, if we're just going so far as to say, Hey, we're going to have C2E2, you know, uh, you know, whatever next month, just as an example, we're going to go forward with it and allow full capacity. Do you, uh, where do you stand with the, yeah, they need to make everybody get a, get a test. Or um, not a test I, I'm sorry. Not a test. They, uh, make everybody get the vaccine and show proof. Um, as long as the vaccine is wide, widely available. And that, that yeah. is the assume, thing. assume it is assume you could go to CVS and pick it up. Then know. absolutely. <laughs> this is, this is at the end of the day, this is a public health crisis. And if you, if, if you, want to continue you know being locked down and wearing masks then then you know what complain all day about having to get a vaccine for something that has yes it has a high survivability rate right now and yes you know it, it has yeah it's mutated it's done these things but at the end of the day you know, we we shut down the world, not just the country, not just a city, not just a state, the entire world for over a year. Get the damn vaccine so that we can get stuff open back up. And then that's that's kind of my kind of my thing. I think we need to, uh, you know, if we're going to do these large scale events, you know, then yes, there needs to be the uh, there needs to be. An either or. Either you have the vaccine or you have a negative test. 
And if you have an, if you're going to test, you got to wear a mask, period. You don't get to, uh, you don't get to roam around without a mask on. Uh oh, awkward silence. Let's, I, I guarantee you're, uh, you're revving up for, uh, for some sort of interesting answer. Yeah. Or, see, I think the mask part is going to be mandatory unless they tell you, um, that unless they tell you that you have to have the, um, the vaccine and show proof, I think the mask is going to be, it's going to be mandatory for the foreseeable future. And by that, I mean, you know, at least through, I'm, I'm going to just say at least through like August at this point, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think, you know, until, until we hit that herd immunity number and then, I, you know, we're, we're going to see. Masks. And I also think that there's going to be, uh, required masks even after requiring uh vaccines to get in they're still going to be requiring masks until uh, you know because you can't just like tomorrow say hey or whatever you can't just in august say okay we're not going to require masks anymore people are going to be scared you know even if you require the uh you know you're requiring the shot or requiring the vaccine and proof to get in people are still going to be scared if, if they see people you know, I mean, think about now, if you go, if you go anywhere, you see somebody with their mat, with their nose showing, you're always a little like, Oh, what's up with that? You know what I mean? And, and they're everywhere. You know, people, some people are just like, screw you. I'm not wearing it, but and it looks weird at this point. You know what I mean? And I feel like we're so kind of used to it now that once, once we get to the other side of this, it's going to take a little getting used to. So I think, I think it's going to be, uh, requiring masks just for a little bit you know if they require a shot to get in the show no shoddy no shoddy right. no showy well so here here's what i think we need in order to start you know understanding the whole max relaxation thing mask relaxation right. um we're, we're gonna need we're gonna need to see like massive drops in the daily count for cases. Um, you know, it's going to have to, they're going to have to go, you know, down through the floor. Like you're going to have to see, what is it now? They're saying a hundred thousand. Like what would be your relatively what good number? What percentage would drop? 10%, 50%. Like, what? no, you, you would need to see like nationwide. We would need to start seeing like, you know, 10,000 cases a day or less for, you know, a solid week. Um, to to really like emphasize the fact that the vaccine is working, the you know the everything that we're doing has worked. Um, and it's I'm glad that we were able to transition to that because you know that was that was some of the the deep dark crazy web that I was checking out last week. Um, you know, and and this guys, I hate to say it, but this ties into conventions majorly. Yeah. Um. You know, looking at when we're going to hit herd immunity was was the entire, you know, the entire uh, um, the entire article. And this guy ran just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of simulations um, because, you know, Biden wants to do, uh, you know, 100 million vaccinations in the first 100 right. days. And from what I gather right now, um, like we could be on target to hit that Walmart um, Walmart and, uh, oh God, was it Walmart and Target or Walmart and CVS? Um, 
they they committed they committed to doing if if the government can get them the the vaccine doses they both required i think it was a to or they uh, they committed to doing a hundred or i'm sorry a million a day oh. that if they could get them the numbers <clears throat> they they would commit to it that they would they would make the resources available and i i you know thinking about that like that's insane but this guy did this like wild um you know a couple of a uh, couple of scenarios and you know he took into consideration like infection right now you know how long you're supposed to be uh um you know you're supposed to have immunity if you've had it um you know and tons of different other different things and he most of his models came out um that if we could hit that 100 million in the first 100 days we would start seeing those drastic drops to like 15 or 20,000 by early April. Oh, wow. That would be nice. Yeah. Now, and <clears throat> right. And then you, how, how long is this vaccine go ahead. supposed to last? Um, that's a good question. I don't think anybody really knows, but if you think about it, like, like what, what's the purpose of the vaccine to give people immunity to strangle out the virus so that it doesn't have any place to go to reproduce so that it technically it dies out. It's like polio. So if you, if you get enough people vaccinated, the virus won't have anywhere to go to reproduce and it will die out. So, you know, you get, you know, 80, 90% of the country vaccinated, you're going to see that drop of, you know, to 10,000 or less, you know, 5,000 per day. I think we might see those type of numbers at the beginning to middle of May. After reading all these articles that uh, that this guy or that they, that's been written about this guy's models, we heard it here first, folks. I, man, Alex is going out on a limb. Thinking May, May day. Yeah, May I would. Day, uh, May day. Yeah, you know what? It would be great if it was a free comic book day <laughs> that uh, that we saw the first. Uh, you know the first uh, set of cases under ten thousand. Like that would uh, or Cinco de Mayo. I'd like to see it on on May the fourth, just so we can May the fourth yeah. be with you. But that's just me. Yes. Or Revenge of the Fifth. How about that? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I, I'm very optimistic. Like looking looking ahead, looking at you know what what we've got going forward. I uh, for the first time. In a long time, I, I have true optimism. You know, last year I was optimistic, but I, I was very cautiously optimistic. I'm very optimistic that we're gonna we're gonna start seeing the return of five and ten thousand person shows in June, maybe July, mm-hmm. and by September we're gonna have large scale shows back. Yeah, your words to God's ears, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, sp- speaking of God's ears, I think uh, maybe a uh, maybe a good time right now to take uh, take a quick break and uh, you know hear from our All sponsor. Right. Now we'll yeah. move on to our. I, I felt it was a good yeah, segue. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll move on to the next topic here. Then is uh, booth pricing. I know we we kind of talked about it a little bit last week, um, and I know you asked that question on our Facebook groups. Getting got some good feedback. Um, so what what other what what additional info we got? You know, I practically every single person 
has has said you know they they won't pay um well sorry let me let me let me back it up i posed a question because um we're starting to see conventions charging full price you know what they would normally charge in a non-pandemic time um you know they're they're charging full price booths now do you think full well knowing do you think this Go what we're getting ready to talk about, does this go for like your big shows like a C2 and a Megacon or is this really more for like the middle of the road or lower end shows or okay. it's everything I want to just that's what I wanted to clarify. I didn't want people to think, you know, it's a different rule for this one versus that one. So, OK, continue. No, and I, I, I got to tell you, you know, well, well, we'll get into it in a second. But the question was, you know, um, you know, while while conventions are recovering. You know, basically the rest of this year, you know, would you, would you pay, would you be comfortable paying more for a booth, you know, if the show decides to, to raise their booth prices, you know, or, you know, what's your thoughts on paying, you know, the, the show's regular price full well knowing you're going in with reduced yeah. capacity, you know, and that the show's just not going to be as well attended. And that's where I get, that's where it upsets me is that they know they're, they're coming with a reduced, pr- you know, reduced attendance. Yet nothing's reduced <laughs> from the other end. You know, yeah. there's less likely, there's less chance of you to make as much money. Yet we're still going to charge you the same amount of money. I don't, I don't see how they can factor that in as being a good business plan. And not to mention, well, not to mention, it's a great you, business plan for them. You know, think about some of these bigger shows, you know, thousand bucks to, you know, 1600, 18, whatever for a booth in, in a pandemic. Like who, who's just got an extra sixteen hundred lying yeah. around? Not a lot, you know. Yeah, some people do. I agree, but not not a lot of people do. Not everybody does. Not for the shows that are going to have you know, two no. three hundred vendors. Well, and how many how many thousand people right, are really right. going to be there? You know, I let's you know let let's let's just throw it out there. You know, C two E two. A lot of our vendor friends got uh, yeah, got invoices yeah. today. Booth prices went up. <clears throat> Like really, as much as as much as I love you know Ring Pop, and I you know I know I know they've had a rough year. You know they they got to have one show I think it was last year. You know they they had C two E two, and that was it. A lot of people um, have had a rough year. Though. You know, it, <laughs> oh yeah, you know. But lo- looking at it, I know good and well Chicago. Chicago has even even like let yeah. let restaurants you know, do their thing yet. So justifying, justifying a, a price hike is kind of a, and then, I don't know, man. It's a, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. Invoice now. You know, that's another thing. Cause you're, what yeah. if we don't pay by their due date? Do we lose our spot? Do we get charged? A late fee, do, you know, like or oh. all the above, you know what I mean? Like, and that's that's the thing. If you uh, you know, if you take too long, you're gonna be charged a late fee. You may uh, you may be shuffled. Yeah, you may you may get shuffled into a uh, you know a, a worse right. spot than you're already at. Um, it's a, uh, I don't know, it's a catch twenty two. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of shows that sent out invoices. I think uh, Informa yeah. sent out some invoices. Um, Theirs didn't go uh, up. The let's two see. I got from Informa didn't change. 
Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, like just the conversations that I've had with some of the people that I know there, you know, they're, they're feeling the, you know, the, the, oomph, but they're also like, they are kind of understanding, like they get it. You know, I, I don't know how many times during our conversation, you know, it was a, uh, you know, we, we understand what you guys are going through because we're going through it too. Like it was, it, it, the conversation has been great, you know, as far as what they've talked about. It seems like it's a bit of lip service because yeah, you understand, but you raise prices. Well, with, with Informa, right. not oh. so much. No, they didn't. I thought you were talking about, In, you know, Informa's prices didn't talking, go up when you said that they understand. No, I haven't had any gotcha. conversations with and uh, I, with with really. I mean, anybody I understand from... they're a business. They gotta. They're you know. I I think that I like to think they're going to be a little more lenient than than in a normal setting. That hey, we're sending out the invoices now. You know, hopefully they're not going to charge late fees or whatever, um, or make you lose your spot. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's a case by case basis, and you got to reach out. I don't know, but I like to think that you know from a if you're if you're saying that you know they understand because they're, they're not alone well there's the people that keep them in business is us you know and if we can't pay the booth prices right now then you know they need to understand that hey we're we're in we just you know got to pay it like kind of almost like wizard world I, I loved how they did the installment plan i mean you know some of the shows i would much rather do but no they I, didn't do refunds about that. please that angers me yeah yeah that's a whole other story but, Regardless, I, you know, I love that. I love that idea. Instead of going, ah, oh, crap, I got to drop, you know, whether it's 300 for artist alley or, you know, 700, whatever for a vendor booth. Uh, and I can't even remember. I'm just throwing that out there instead of dumping that, you know, it, like the show is supposed to happen in January. Right. So I drop it January 7th. I pay for next year. Now I'm out that however many hundred dollars that I, for a whole year, you know what I'm saying? And I love the fact that it's, and now well, it's yeah, plus some. I'm just saying, I love the fact that they allow you to, to just do payments over the year. You know, they just break it up into 12. I love that idea. No, I do. I, I, I don't have to worry about, you know, in the case. Yeah, of I, I think it's I don't have uh, to worry about coming up with fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars tomorrow. I can, you know, over 12 months. Hey, that's a little over 100 bucks a month. That's much more. That's much more doable. You know, so I thought that was a exactly. great idea. I wish that other these other ones would jump on board with that because I really think that they're onto something with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a good way to, to make sure that your right. vendors are there. Um, you know, uh, the, the whole raising the booth price thing, you know, there's, there's a couple of shows, you know, there was a, sh- there's a show that didn't happen in 2020 that canceled their show and they have raised their booth prices for this year. Oh. Do we- and it's it's a it's so a considerable amount. Oh, I know, I know. Okay. And, and I, no, I know, I know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name who it is. Um, you know, but I, I'm a little disappointed in them, and and I'm a little disappointed in them because there there's already a lot of controversy over you know how they report the numbers and everything else, and now you know now you're you're pushing your pricing up. Um, and you know, we don't have a date for that show. Like we, we know it can't happen, um, because there's a couple of things that, that are out there that are not going to allow it to happen 
when it's scheduled. But, you know, now we're looking at it and saying, okay, you know, what, uh, you know, when's it going to happen? Is it going to happen during all this, you know, all these other shows? And that, the booth pricing thing plays huge into, you know, the, this, uh, this gigantic, just like bubble of shows that we're going to have going in because, you know, going into the yeah, last two quarters yeah. of the year. Cause dude, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the last weekend in Ju- uh, July to the second weekend in October. I have a show every weekend. Brag about it. Why don't you? The booth pricing, well, I mean, but I well, I have a show that I could potentially be at. But the the pricing for those booths is on average a thousand dollars per show. So now I've got that's twelve or thirteen thousand dollars in booth yeah. fees. It's a lot of quiche. Think think about that for a minute. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of fifteen dollar pint glasses <laughs> that I got to sell between now and then, uh, you know, because not all those shows I've paid for. So you know, I, I'm looking at it going, holy cow, that you know that there's a lot of potential potential income there, but there's also a huge risk depending on what happens. That's why I really think uh, you know we got to get that uh, that that immunity up quickly so that people yeah, are comfortable i just want to get back to, to back to normal golly how many times have i said that over the past 11 months <sighs> i know i know well and you know th- there's there's a couple of glimmers of hope um you know last weekend um friend of the show tim hyde um you know did uh did one of the, the small anime day shows um, and I, if you guys don't know, um, you know, there's, there's a, a little traveling show. It's called Anime Day Blank, and it's whatever city it is. And um, Anime Day Jacksonville happened this past weekend. And they had 2,100 people show up to this thing. Wow. 2,100 They obviously didn't let them all in at one time. There was distancing and, you know. Um, distancing enforced and there was a lot of you know there was just a lot of stuff but it was uh, it it was definitely like one of those glimmers of people still want to do these events like they still want to come to shows so I I think I think people are going to start when there's stuff going on I think they're going to make it yeah I think so too I think so too that remains to be seen. Let's just get there first, right? Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, yeah, I booth price. So let's wrap up the booth pricing. Um, you know, I, I don't think everybody has said. You know, they won't pay for a show. They won't pay extra for a show that's going to be limited. Um, and I think that we we gotta we gotta send a message to the promoters that look, we get it. You know, we get it. You're struggling, but you also can't can't expect us to pay full price for a show that's you know only going to run at maximum thirty percent capacity, like that. That's that that's literally just saying, well, I I don't care about you know about my vendors. 
I profit. care about my exactly. profitability. That's that's very upsetting in a time like this. It's kind of dirty, but I guess I understand. I don't know. All right. Well, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, I do too. Uh, I do too. Got anything else? Oh, we got a couple other things that we didn't uh, didn't get to to chit chat about. Um, This weekend we uh, we have a uh, have an event, and there's several of us that are going to be there in Miami Otaku Fest. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. Um, I think Meg is a guest. Uh, I'll be there um, in uh, the crafter crafter slash artist area. I think uh, Jimmy Mulligan's going to be there. Tim will be there. Um, I think, uh, oh, I think, uh, what's their name? Outer Rim Toys, I think, is maybe the, the name of the, the company. There's a, there's a lot of people that uh, that are uh, are going to be at this show. So um, lots of vendors. Don't know how it's uh, how we're going to fare there, but uh, it is yes, exciting. Exactly. It's, are- it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good show. We did this one last year. It was during the – we had a hurricane or a – tropical storm i guess it was it was supposed to be a hurricane and the one that just kind of sat out there over the atlantic it was that last year yeah that was uh that was yeah, fairly yeah, early yeah. It was it? around this time last year might might have been a little bit it was right around yeah it was around this time i can't remember exactly but it was um yeah it was the one that just kind of sat there so you know we it's two-day event we went the first day was really good and the second day we got there like a half hour in, we're like you know what we got to go home because we had at the time didn't have the hurricane window. So we had to board everything up to get ready. And then it turned out to be a complete waste of time, but I digress. The show was good. There was a very good turnout uh, last year. So I was very, uh, very happy with it. So, and it's local. So how do we say no? It's, it's like a 40 minute drive for us. Yeah. I mean, it's a two hour drive for me. So not, uh, not a not a terrible actually but you have a good you have free, still, you're gonna have a very um, not a day. terrible uh, terrible thing i mean it's true I, I i figure i'll just sleep on uh you know sleep on a, a lovely couch and uh, not force anyone yeah, out of the you're forced out of the room uh, don't lie yeah I, I, Ch- chateau chateau, chateau whitey, Le- whitey. Uh, <laughs> yes yes jay whitey um <laughs> no well i think uh we're gonna do a um a special Saturday evening. It won't be live, obviously, but uh, um, won't be live until until next week. But we're going to do a Saturday evening pod with uh, with a couple of the the people that are there. Um, possibly socially distanced, maybe not. We'll uh, we'll see. Um, maybe masked um, if we're uh, if we're not able to socially distance and all that good stuff. So um, I know we want to want to get some people in on it. And chat about the, uh, the yeah, single, the, yeah. Uh, the first day. I, 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 that's going to be a fun one because we'll get a bu- we'll get a bunch of different points of view in there. So that'll be a fun one. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little, yeah. uh, little excited, a little excited. So uh, what else we got, man? I think uh, yeah, right I think there at the uh, end. I think we're getting the cue to wrap it up. Yeah, as uh, the uh, the director coming in and. Uh, and doing the uh, the slit. Well, throat. either that or Meg Ending. just came downstairs and said, "Just, <laughs> just hang up. It's done." <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so next week we're uh, you know we're gonna have a review of the uh, of the show, but uh, we're also gonna talk about some of the uh, some of the other con developments that um, that have happened that we did not talk about during this pod. So uh, that's gonna be an interesting one. We'll uh, 
we'll, we'll exactly. see you guys in next week. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll go ahead and we'll shut it down right there. So I am Ryan. And we'll talk to you next time. I'm Alexa.